Hi, everyone, and welcome to RX Rounds, a podcast that focuses on health education in the Caribbean community. I am your host, Alandra Mitchell. Hey, everyone, welcome back to RX Rounds. We were live on Instagram this Wednesday, our very first time going live, and we were with one of our oldest wellness partners, Franz Jalizo. Franz, you guys may know from our very first episode on building strength. Uh, We recorded this last year and we were so happy to have him back to talk about the quarantine 15. So this is the episode we recorded live on Instagram. If you guys want to catch the video, it's actually still up on our Instagram page at rxrounds. So without further ado, here is Franz Jalizo with us on RX Rounds Instagram Live talking about battling the quarantine 15. Well, we're with Franz tonight. And those of you who don't know Franz, um, he was actually our first podcast interview in last year around this time, Franz. Oh my gosh. Has it been a year already? It's been a year, yeah, because we launched in December of last year. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been about a year, man. Insane. So it's like full circle, huh? Yeah, for real, closing off the year almost. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So Franz is a personal trainer, strength coach, um, Taekwondo black belt. When did that happen? Um, Well, I think when we spoke, I was already uh, first degree. Um, and since then, I graded for my second degree uh, last, no, well, then I would have been second degree because I got my second degree last year, July. Wow. So, yeah. Nice. And I started training MMA this year just before gyms closed. I started doing mixed martial arts, which is a lot of fun. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah well... Franz does so much more, and I want him to tell you guys a little bit more for those of you who haven't caught on to our previous podcast episode with him, which was called Building Strength. So if you're interested in learning about strength training, it's probably the best place to go for you to get all the deets um, from Franz. But tell us a little bit about you and what you're doing now. Um, Well, aside from the certifications in fitness and strength training and the black belt, I also started getting into mental health, like we discussed um, on the first one. And so I have a couple certifications in cognitive behavioral therapy. And then since like lockdown, which is one of the things we're probably going to get to just to kind of keep myself busy, I started doing other courses as well. Um, so like I did a, a mini diploma in project management just because to keep busy and who knew what fitness was going to look like. I mean, nobody knew if gyms were ever going to reopen. Right. And I recently did a, a, what do you call it? A community emergency response team training through the office of the disaster preparedness and management, which was also a lot of fun. And another way to keep busy during lockdown. Nice. And yeah, that's it. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and jump right in. Today we're talking about battling the COVID, the quarantine 15, right? Um, yeah. So many of us have gained a little bit of weight <laughs> over the past couple of months. And, yeah, all you know, lost weight depending on, on where you were at. 
right. you know, people have lost muscle, other people have gained weight, yeah. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't really know what the qu quarantine 15, can you tell us how, how that come about? Like, what are some of the things that caused maybe the quarantine 15? Well, the, the name would have come from like the freshman 15 in college, you know, you go away, you're on your own for, for the first time and you just partying all the time and eating out all the time and not sleeping well and not eating well. But this is the exact opposite. There's nowhere to go. There's no gyms to train at. You couldn't even, I mean, in, I don't know what it's, what it's been like. It's been different all over the world, but in Trinidad in particular, you couldn't even go outside. Um, you were advised to stay in your house, train in your yard if you can. And so naturally, a lot of people just kind of stopped being active and put on some weight. You couldn't yeah. go to the beaches, you couldn't go, yeah, it was it was a rough time. Still is a rough time, but you know, we're getting through it. Yeah, and that's a big deal for us, right? Like not being able to go to the beach, like that's an every Sunday gig, come on. Oh, oh that's, it's been terrible. I'm telling <laughs> you, I couldn't take it. Um, so you also had people binge watching TV shows, um, stress the whole stress of the situation would of course yeah, stress eating and i mean if you're stuck at home there's a million reasons not to train there's you can almost always find something to do around your house if it's laundry or you know you get everybody has a netflix subscription or hulu or whatever it is there's always something to watch if you get wrapped up in work um a lot of people when they they work from home they can't separate work from like working out at home they they needed to leave the leave the house to be able to have somewhere to go train to be able to make that separation in their minds and they didn't have it so they just sat at home and worked or watched netflix so you know so weight was gained yeah so unfortunate but so many people are in panic mode now because of this um, maybe weight gain or weight loss and they're trying to figure out how to get back on track. Um, I think one of the key things is to practice some self-compassion because, you know, yeah. we've all been through it, right? Um, this oh, year has God, been yeah. real. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you we want to... Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we want to get some tips from you as to how to make that mindset change to probably get our fitness back together? What are some of your techniques? Um, well, me personally, what's helped me with um, my mindset is just understanding that everybody has been going through the same thing. Like from the, from the first lockdown, when all the stress of, I have, I'm not making money anymore, there's nowhere to go to decompress. All these, all these kinds of things can really weigh on you. And it really helped me a lot to keep in perspective that literally the entire world was going through the exact same thing. And so that helped me reset. And then I just thought of other ways to keep myself busy during lockdown. But coming out of lockdown now, gains have been lost maybe some weight has been gained, some muscle has been lost, whatever it is. Yeah. Everybody has sort of been put on reset as well. So you shouldn't beat yourself up too much and just start where you can start. Um, I've had, I have friends of mine who, because of some of the atrophy of the muscle, some little joint issues that they had have been acting up 
extra bad these days. And so now that they're back in the gym, they are so far removed from where they were when they stopped. It mm. can get a, they're getting a little down on themselves, but you start where you can start and you go from there. Everybody has been set back. So yeah. if you just keep that in mind, then I think you can, you know, ease up on the beating yourself up about it and just, yeah, start where you can start. Yeah. And that's something we talked about last time, right? Um, building strength was about the consistency. And now, you know, having this long break for some of us, it was like five months, six months of no gyms. And... Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's a lot, you know? Um, so in terms of folks who are working from home, uh, what are what do you think are the benefits or the drawbacks of doing that home workout type of gig? Well, I mean, the benefits, if you have no other choice, are obvious. You're getting in a workout. Um, the, way it the way we did it in my house is, well, I didn't have work for several months, but luckily my wife was deemed an essential employee and thank God for government jobs. <laughs> and um, so she set herself up in the bedroom and the routine that we started to get into would be wake up, have coffee, and then get the workout out of the way. So that she, because once she gets started with work because of the nature of her work, it's nonstop some days until right. four o'clock when she can finally lock off. And by then, um, you know, we have our son to look after. And so it's a little hard to get workouts in afterwards. So, it just started early o'clock, sun is still kind of cool, go downstairs to the garage, we have, I mean, we use everything that we had, a pair of 10 pound dumbbells, which isn't much, but you can do a lot with if you know what you're doing, some resistance bands, and that's it, your body weight. And so getting it in early to me has always been the trick. If you know you're gonna have a busy day, just get it in early, get it done with, You've started your day productively and you can go through your day knowing that you've trained. If that's your goal, you've gotten it in and then you can just be productive the rest of the day. Yeah. So I actually caught some of your videos during the quarantine. <laughs> right. You were yeah. outside and in the park. And where did you come up with all of these ideas? Because I'm sure for a lot of folks, it was like, I don't know what to do. You know, I've never worked out at home. This is new to me. Where did you come up with this stuff? Um, some of them, well, I mean, I've been in fitness for quite a long time, so I know how to use my body as resistance rather than just weights. Um, having gotten into martial arts the last few years helped a lot because that's also a lot of body weight training. Um, some of it was I follow, um, what's his name? Jeff Cavalier from Athlete X. He has fantastic workout videos and so some of these stuff that some of the literal off the wall things that I was doing I got from him and others are just I just came up with ways to just train myself I don't have weights to do heavy squats or deadlifts so I'll just do explosive movements instead and so I don't know if you saw the video of me doing like broad jumps incline broad jumps yes. that's just across a drain in my yard and I just found the ledge I'll, I'll do that and that works and I have my neighbor has a gravity tank with a, with a horizontal bar. So I'll just do pull-ups on that. And you can always do push-ups. I had a bunch of videos that I came up with with different ways to just use a chair 
just to do dips and abs and lunges and squats and so yeah necessity is the mother of invention so i just kind of <laughs> right. came up with a bunch of stuff because there was nothing else to use yeah and um, some people got some benefit out of the videos that i was posting so i'm glad for that too yeah but yeah just yeah. use what you, i mean we have the resource of social media and the internet and so there really is no excuse no shortage of of um useful information out there also because of the internet what i also what i also managed to do was train on zoom with um friends and instructors of mine from all over the world martial arts in particular and yeah that was really really helpful to keep me um accountable set schedule set times set days turn on zoom and just you know sweat nice well the gyms are opening back but mm -hmm. you know some folks are a little bit leery about going back in you know covid is still yeah, real and they you know they kind of like uh oh, gym is probably the best place for this virus to fester so like what um do you think uh the whole process of doing home workouts is it sustainable and if there are specific goals that somebody might be looking for what what would be your recommendation um well depending on your goals and what equipment you have at home your goals may have to change so mm -hmm. if you were a bodybuilder who has no home weight equipment you're not going to be able to sustain that level of stage muscle mass at home just using body weights you you i'm not sure there's any way that you can cuz you need to really really overload the muscle in those cases but changing your goals is a short term thing right now i mean yeah covid is real and it's probably never going to go away so it's something we have to get used to so if you have to change your goals change your goals but don't stop you know find a new goal and get there so like my goals changed in that <clears throat> i just found new challenges there's a push up challenge that i found um on social media again yeah. and my goal was to i want to beat that challenge it's to the song um bring sally up and it's to keep doing push ups oh, until yeah. it's done and i made it to the second verse so i still i'm not there yet but you just change your goals home workouts to get back to the first question home workouts are definitely sustainable and you can see results from it i actually put on muscle doing my home workouts um because i because i didn't have work i didn't have clients and so i didn't have to cut my workouts short um people i wasn't rescheduling people all the time so i had a i had set days and times that i would train and my training got more consistent than i was when i was at the gym so because i was more consistent i actually put on good muscle and so you can you can see results at home it's definitely sustainable if you know what you're doing and if you don't know what you're doing there are instructors online like we were just talking about i had zoom sessions weekly with masters from england and and the netherlands and scotland it's it's been great fun catching up with these guys and training with them when we are in such desperate places so it's definitely sustainable if you know what you're doing and if you can keep yourself disciplined enough to train at home
which I know is a lot of people's problems, but there's online resources to keep you accountable and keep you on schedule. Yeah. So I actually, you know, we talked about this before. I love the fact that you have gone into cognitive behavioral therapy as well, because in my opinion, you know, they say um, weight loss is all about 80% diet and 20% exercise. But I feel like mindset should be somewhere in there because if you it don't set like your mindset, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you don't set your mind to actually do this, you will get to that point where two weeks in and you haven't lost a pound and you're just like this not working it's not for me bye I'm not going on the scale again yeah. <laughs> yeah that kind of thing so um talk to us a little bit about that mindset um aspect and how cognitive behavioral therapy can help in uh the process of changing that mindset well you really want to set small goals like a lot of people they um it's just what you said, after two weeks, I haven't lost as much weight as I thought I would. So fire burn, and this is just not for me. And you really need to think holistically about weight loss and training and everything. So like what I tell people is I don't exercise, I train. And training implies that there's a goal. And if there's a goal, then one hour a day is not going to meet your goal. It's 24 hours a day. So that's also the amount of rest you get, how much food, what type of food you eat, how much water you drink, and how much effort you put into that one hour or one and a half workout. So if you change your mindset to that, that everything you do affects this end goal, especially of weight loss, then that to me is the most effective thing. And... If, I mean, we all hit plateaus, no matter what your goal is, you're going to hit a plateau eventually. And you have to understand that's all it is. It's just a plateau. Take your time. If there's more rest, you need to do. But I posted something the other day. When you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. Mm -hmm. So that, Love to that. me, is a really important mindset factor is just take a rest. If whatever you're doing is not working right now, take a rest, reset and start again but don't quit that reset thing can work for so many other things including like work um so i recently yeah. started do, doing this um pomodoro technique where i would work for 30 minutes and then give myself five minute breaks and that has been helpful too in terms of getting exercise because you talked about your wife when she's started working you know she's in front mm -hmm. of the computer and working straight through so actually having that five minute time to just get up and move a little bit is so helpful. Yeah. It um, does. It, it helps um, with your concentration. It helps with your productivity, that Pomodoro technique. And yeah, if you, it also, I mean, just from a strictly physiological standpoint, get up and move around. If you sit for eight hours a day, you're going to give yourself blood clots. So get up, move around, do some, do some heel lifts, you know. If, if it's just a walk outside and grab some water, so you don't have everything at your desk. Yeah. You know, after a half hour, 45 minutes, you get up, you go outside, you take a sip, you maybe have a healthy snack or something, you come back inside. If you have no reason, if you don't give yourself a reason to get up, you're not going to get up. You're not going to exactly. move around. Yeah, so all these little tricks, if you're going to be working from home, you, you need to start to incorporate. Yeah, 
so we talked a little bit about stress earlier, but I want to kind of give you a chance to come back to that because I think stress plays such a huge part in weight gain. Um, you know, that increase in cortisol levels can cause you to yep. actually eat badly, um, all those things. So like, um, tell us a little bit more about how activity can help with the stress process. Well, I mean, it, it's should be common knowledge that like working out helps with endorphins and it helps control cortisol levels and it helps with production of serotonin and all these feel good chemicals in your brain. And it, it, it really is just a good stress relief, depending on what it is you can, what it, your preferred level of workout is. If it's yoga, if like me, I prefer weights or explosive kind of movements. Um, some people is dancing, you know, log mm -hmm. on to a Zumba class and you yeah. turn up your music loud and you, you dance your stress away, basically. Not even a Zumba but, class, put on some soca music and just like and just that yeah yeah but like to, to people who prefer more organized thing you know just <laughs> log into zumba class um but yes you definitely especially when stress levels are unnaturally high these days i think it's important every day to do something to relieve stress at least for a little while if it's not working out what i started doing personally um is at the end of a day i would if it's been a particularly stressful day i just take my phone outside on my porch because i couldn't leave the yard couldn't go for a drive really yeah and just put on some music and that's it just sit there i'll turn the lights off on the porch i'd watch the sun go down and yeah that but that that alone just for a half hour is a great stress reliever so it's not even activity just do something that you know you're gonna enjoy something constructive or at, le at the very least not destructive to just relieve your stress, decompress your brain a little bit and then start the next day. Because every day was kind of like, you know, a, a hamster on a wheel. Every day is the same sort of stress. You wake up and you're, you're bombarded by COVID stats and you're, yeah. you're reminded you don't have a job to go to if you're, if you're in my position. And so every day I did something. I mean, I worked out most days anyway, but on the especially stressful days, music was my escape. I love that. Well, we have a couple folks online, so I was thinking we could take a couple questions. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Shoot right. them, people. All right. So if you guys have any questions, drop them in the comments. We'd love to have friends answer it. You know, not every day you have a personal trainer slash strength coach slash i mean the list goes on so you guys drop your questions and we'll definitely try to answer them so another thing i wanted to talk about was um how do folks definitely try to get back into this routine without being so overwhelmed by the whole pandemic issue mm -hmm. uh, what, what are some of your suggestions for that just just trying to release the whole pandemic issue and just focus on a routine and getting back to your day-to-day, -day, uh, especially if you're going back to the gym. Well, if you're going back to the gym, different gyms would have different protocols. So, I mean, first of all, of course, everybody, everywhere you go, you take your precautions. Um, but to me, getting back into a routine is always about being disciplined. Um, even 
just home, if nothing had changed and I got into my routine, it's about being disciplined because you're never always going to be motivated, especially when things are so stressful and you almost can't plan because there might be another lockdown next weekend. Who knows where the numbers will go? I mean, they just went back into lockdown last week in England and they were, yeah. they were wild about reopening their economy and then all of a sudden back in lockdown. I actually um, just heard that, New York is heading back to, to lockdown and Texas has had a lot of high numbers. So I'm assuming that's going yeah. to happen soon too. Who knows? Because, I mean, I mean, in the States is especially finicky because of this election drama that's going on. So, I mean, even depending on who wins in the next couple of weeks, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, anyway, Trump is going to be president until January anyway, but still. You never know, so you can't plan. But if, you, if you're disciplined enough, you don't need to rely on the motivation of something changes tomorrow. That's all right, I'm gonna work out anyway because I've told myself I'm gonna work out anyway. Or, you know, so just, if you stay disciplined, then you don't have to constantly rely on motivation because it's just a part of what you're doing now. Somehow, you're gonna get a workout in. And, you know, I'm saying put the whole COVID thing aside. I mean, COVID is going to be there regardless. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be there for a while. Uh, it's really about exactly. finding ways to live our lives and, and find our own new normal, I should say, um, with yeah. COVID in existence. Yeah, I've, I've, I really began to dislike that term, new normal, but that just kind of is what why? it is. Why is that? Tell us why. Tell us why. Well, it's just, it was, it was almost like, um, what's, what's the phrase? Mass programming, like everybody just uses this catchphrase. This is a new normal. This is the new normal. And it's like, they're trying to beat it into your brain. And I don't like being programmed like that. Yeah. But it, um, it also, to me, sort of fed a kind of paranoia. And um, I'm not big on paranoia, but it is, the world is, is changing. So you know, almost irrevocably. So it is a new level of normal. Yeah. So just kind of take your precautions. I mean, not everybody falls within the um, that extreme, what you call it, high-risk group. So, you know, some people really, really have to be much more cautious than others. Yeah. But if you go into the gym, like in my gym, you have to wear your mask while you're training. You have to sanitize constantly, wipe down your equipment and whatnot. But there's no reason you can't go and get your workout in. Um, going out in crowds, of course, people are really, you know, finicky about that. As, as um, I wouldn't say blase as I am about it, but I'm not going out to a restaurant or a bar or anything where I don't know people. So if you just take your precautions and you accept that this is just kind of it for now, and mm -hmm. it's not it where you are, it's it where it's the world then to me there's no reason to stress about it just do what you can yeah so when i think about the new normal i actually think that a lot of things have become you know they're okay to do for instance there were so many companies who were not happy with having people work from home please believe that people will be working from home a lot more even, a lot you know yeah even um let's say this whole vaccine thing and all of this comes through, they'll still be having people work from home because they're realizing productivity levels are 
just have actually good. gone up. And, and yeah. exactly. Both have gone up. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I think that's great. There's going to be less traffic on the roads. And um, some of these managers with really antiquated ideas of, you know, we have to have meetings constantly and I need to see what you are doing in order to know that you're doing it. It has had to go out the window and now that's changed. And I think it's great because like my wife may never have to go back to the office full time again. Yeah. She's set up an office at home because most of what she does is on a computer. Anyway, so yeah. maybe once a week she'll have to go into the office. But other than that, she's home. And a lot of people are in the same position. And I think that's great. Absolutely. I completely agree. Because I, I don't think I would work well confined to an office. Oh, we have a question, though. Um, a mm -hmm. lot of us in the U.S. are glued to the news. Yes. Um, yeah. Any suggestions? <laughs> any suggestions on... Um, any suggestions to somehow use that time to get active? Um, well, you can stop being glued to the news. I mean, almost nothing happens minute by minute. Mm -hmm. So what I've started doing, um, I used to wake up and immediately turn on the news, just like the rest of the world, to find out what's happening where and where's going into lockdown and where the hotspots are and what the numbers are these days and blah, blah, blah. And I've stopped. I wake up, I sit quietly with my coffee. Um, my son might be watching his videos or playing with his toys or whatever, but I don't stress myself out first thing in the morning by turning on news anymore. Mm -hmm. I go and I train. Um, and then when I sit with breakfast, I'll turn on news just to see if anything's happened. Um, these days, it's that much more exciting because of the, the US election. And <laughs> Thanks. That whole I'm drama glad you're show. entertained. <laughs> oh, I'm thoroughly entertained it's been thrilling um but it's not i mean to me that's not stressful i mean even if i was in the states i don't know that i'd be so emotionally wrapped up that that, that would stress me out but i understand that there are people that are very stressed out yeah. if you understand there's nothing you can do about it then to me that sort of eases the stress i've never been one to get overly worked up over things that i absolutely cannot control and the outcome of a national election is something you cannot control. So just kind of relax. Keep yourself updated if you think you need to. But if you could use that time to work out, then work out. Work out with the news in the background. In fact, what day was it? The day after election day, so that would have been last week, Wednesday. I was working out in my porch with the TV on like a madman because I, I, was just, I wanted minute by minute updates. <laughs> Which state is going to turn now? What color? And but I got my workout in, even yeah. though it was on. I had my music on in the background and the TV on mute, and I'm just watching to see if what color Which, the state would. What color each state? Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> so, just don't. If news is stressing you out, stop watching the news, and instead use that time to to train. Or you could play a game. Every time somebody says something like "new normal," do ten sit-ups or something like that. And then no. you would have already gotten in, what, like 50 setups for this interview alone? Probably. <laughs> well, friends, I think we had a terrific conversation. I, I would love for you to give any final thoughts that you might have on this specific topic, because there are a lot of folks wanting to, to get back into routine and overcome this quarantine 15. What are your final thoughts on this? 
Um, well, with getting back into routine, my only thought is the only thing to do is to do it. I mean, get back into your routine. You, you may not be starting at a place where you had to stop however many months ago, but you can start. You may not, depending on the realities of where you live, if gyms still aren't open and you have to work out at home, you may not be able to reach the goal you had, but you can set a new goal. Um, but my final thought on like COVID in particular, I'm really disappointed that more of a, a national conversation hasn't been had about living a healthy lifestyle. It's all about just taking these physical precautions and wear your mask and sanitize and keep your distance. But I haven't heard any health. Now, I may have missed it because I haven't been paying attention to the conferences like I used to. But I haven't heard the health minister down here or even in the States talking about living a healthier lifestyle. Just eating better, getting more sleep. Because the numbers, as far as I can tell, age is not a, is, doesn't automatically put you at a high-risk group. It's lifestyle. It's non-communicable diseases. And people have not been talking enough about just these totally preventable disorders. Mm-hmm. And so watch what you eat, eat less sugar, get more sleep, drink more water, be more physically active. That's just my final thought is precautions are fine, but as we say in Trinidad, prevention better than cure. And if you live a healthier lifestyle, you are more likely to bounce back from, I mean, this disease in particular, but any disease. And what people used to, I used to make a joke when people would ask me why I train so hard. And I would say I train for life. Mm -hmm. And it's just something snappy that I would like to say, but it's a reality now. You're training to live. You're living a healthy lifestyle so you can live. I mean, we who there's 70-something-year-old people being diagnosed with COVID and coming out just fine because they're healthy lifestyle. They live a healthy lifestyle. And there are 20-something-year-old people that get diagnosed with it and don't make it out of ICU because they were diabetic or they had a heart disease or high cholesterol or whatever it is. Unless it's a genetic thing, and you know this, if it's not genetic, then it's totally preventable. So there needs to be more of a discussion had nationally about just living a healthier lifestyle in general. And that's my final thought. Yeah. I will say, though, that um, CAFA and the World Health Organization have put um, a lot of their campaigns in place to fight NCDs. Mm-hmm. Um, non-communicable diseases, uh, specifically diabetes. And it being Diabetes Month, I think this month, they have been doing quite a lot in terms of that. But I would like to see, you know, a lot of the countries, the actual governments taking that initiative. Yeah, Yeah, have more of a national discussion. It's it's been, I mean, this has been our reality, depending on where you live, since February or March. And there, there should be national campaigns going on about living a healthier lifestyle. And it's just, it, I haven't seen it and we need to do more of it. And you have a yeah. platform so you can do more of it. Yeah, well, big up to Shane. We are still doing the No Sugar November. So if you guys are with us for No Sugar November. I, I, all right, yeah. Yes, it's real. And we know it's Thanksgiving month, but hey, we're going to try it anyway. 
this Sunday, they're actually giving us a little break so you could have a little piece of sweet bread, some pone or something. But we're gonna continue with no sugar. For those of you who chose the gold level like me, it's been real, <laughs> but <laughs> it's all worth it, I promise you. It's good, so means turn in. <laughs> yeah, well thanks again so much, friends. I really appreciate you. Um, this was definitely a more than necessary conversation. I think we can have so many of these in terms of health and fitness and, and actually that mindset change that we talked about a little bit today. So I, I just want to say thanks, man. And we'll see you soon. Hopefully I'll be home soon. Okay, take care, everybody. This podcast represents the professional opinion of RX Rounds and its wellness partners. Our content is created for informational purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for direct personal and professional medical care or diagnosis. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding your medical needs. If you enjoyed this episode, visit RX Rounds on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. And we'll see you next rounds on RX Rounds.